Halt. Two o'clock. I'm getting some unusual heat signatures. There. Behind that large rock formation. It'll be getting dark soon, Lord Hemingway. Perhaps we should head back to base. We can return with backup in the morning. We may miss a golden opportunity here if we don't seize on it now. Sir, let me look at your instruments. Whatever it is, it's heading this way. No point turning back now. If it's hostile, it'll just attack us from behind. Show yourself! With your hands up! Ah, Lord Peter Hemingway. We meet at last. I've heard so much about you. Pleasure is all mine. I know why you're out here, looking behind rocks in the desert. Do you now? I do. You're looking for the king's little brat, that grandson of his. What's his name? I don't know his name. Oh, right. We took the liberty of naming him Asylus, after his grandfather. How creative. I thought so as well. Say, I bet the king wants this kid back, huh? You probably don't even have him. This is just another ploy to exploit the king. He won't fall for another one of your tricks. See, I figured you'd have your doubts. That's why I brought you a little present. Open it and smell the fragrance. And feel its warmth. Wow, that's putrid. (laughs) The boy relieved himself just moments ago. (laughs) A stinker that comes from a long line of piles of... Sir! We should head back now. Yes, yes, listen to your Spartan, Lord Hemingway. Take this little gift back to King Asylus. Have him take a long look at it and decide whether he wishes to bargain something for the boy. (laughs) Your Majesty, we may have confirmation that your grandson is alive and the Drax have possession of him. And they are in proximity. They always are. And where is this confirmation? (coughs) Perhaps we should have Esther analyze it. (coughs) Really? Esther, analyze this fecal material. Analyzing now. Analysis complete. Well, what are the results? A sample contains DNA from a close relative of His Majesty. New Kingdom Radio Theater. Hey, this is Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. I have to tell you about getting merch for the rise of King Asylus. The only place to get merch from the most epic podcast in the world is tpublic.com. Get King of Silas t-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, hoodies, and much more. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash King of Silas and browse their great designs. You'll not only get awesome merch, but you'll also be supporting the show. That's tpublic.com slash user slash King Asylus, or click the link in the show notes. Go online today 
and place your order. King Silas had confirmation that his grandson was alive and the drags were holding him near his base in Megiddo. The drags wanted to barter something for the child, but the king had no idea what they wanted. This put him in a predicament. On one hand, this was his final chance to see his grandson. On the other hand, the whole deal might have been meant to distract him from the battle with the Son of Man. Time was of the essence, and he desperately wanted to spend whatever time he had left with his grandson. Back at Jacob's camp, the group was getting nervous. Isaac said Hemingway was acting strange. He was having second thoughts about trusting him. Monica reassured him that her mother spoke highly of Hemingway. She trusted him, but Isaac reminded her that Hemingway always sides with the king and he likely did not argue against the kill order on Lord Banks. Monica, you really ought to check yourself. You really shouldn't trust Lord Hemingway. Why would I? I don't. <laughs> you know, there was a time where people said I shouldn't trust you. I should be very careful around you. But I've always given you the benefit of the doubt. Was that before or after you tried to use me to assassinate the Pope? <laughs> okay, I deserved that. I admit. I was misguided before, but it's different now. Oh, how convenient. Isaac, wasn't it you that suggested we reach out to Hemingway in the first place? Well, I'm taking it back now. I've had time to think about it, and it's a bad idea. Yeah? Well, do you have a better one? It's not like we have a lot of options here. Jacob's right. In fact, the only person any of us can trust is Jacob. If Jacob says we go with Hemingway, then we go. Well, aren't we laying it on a bit thick? Excuse me? Everyone please just take a breather. Let's bring the temperature back down a notch. We need to work together. And we need to work with Hemingway if Monica and I are going to see our child. So, are you going to tell me the truth about you and Brittany? Truth? What are you talking about? Like, she practically slobbered all over you in there. Monica, let's just focus on getting our baby back. This teenage drama isn't helping our situation. <sighs> She's obviously in love with you or something.
my demons and brethren. Today, we move a little closer to our finest hour in this world. We will take on the angel army with tenacity, with brute force, with the mindset of victory. We must make our final preparations, and as such, we will run drills and make our greatest push to be ready for our destiny. And who will lead the charge? Our king, our most inspiring leader, our most valiant warrior. Soldiers and demons, when we march on that battlefield, we not only fight for our fate, our dominion, we fight on behalf of humanity. Of every man, woman, and child that has ever walked this earth, we have but one goal. We seek but one objective. We will accept but one outcome. Victory. I don't understand what's happening to me. Well, you delivered everything on point. I couldn't inspire. Look, you're probably distracted by this business with your grandson. Ah. What's the matter? I suddenly feel a sharp pain. And and I'm nauseous. You're not having morning sickness, are you? Oh, God, I hope not. Come on, baby. Lay down.
America's number one source for news, with Tom Novak. We have breaking news at this hour. Okay, really, we just have a caller on the line. It's the first time in weeks someone has called into the station. We have Sarah on the line. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking my call, Tom. Where are you calling from, Sarah? I'm in Collington. Well, what's left of it anyway. Nice part of town. It used to be. So, what's on your mind? I'm wondering if there are any local hospitals still in operation. The kingdom appears to be a patchwork of no-man lands, to be honest. Since the king and all his lords and the military headed out for their latest war campaign, pretty much all infrastructure and essential institutions have been abandoned. Well, do you think there might be a doctor or someone in the medical field listening to your show right now? Tell you what, if there's someone out there listening that has a medical background, please call into the station. Because there are people that really need your help right now. But what's your situation, Sarah? Why do you need a doctor? I'm alone and I'm having contractions. I think I'm going to I think I'm going into labor right now as we are talking. And with the cannibals everywhere, I won't be dare venturing out. And there haven't been any first responders in quite some time. I'm scared, Tom. I don't want to have this baby by myself. And I don't know what to do. Is there a way for you to get to the station? We have some medical supplies here. I don't think I can drive, Tom. Please help me. Mr. Producer, do you mind driving to Sarah's place in Collington and bringing her here? But you don't know my address. Stay on the line, Sarah. The producer here at the station is coming to get you. Just hang in there. I don't know, Jacob. I get... I get this gnawing feeling that there's something going on between you and Brittany. It just doesn't pass the smell test. What's wrong with you? Don't you know Brittany was one of my father's consorts? Ugh. You keep calling her your father's consort. Why don't you just call her what she really was? Your father's whore. If it will make you stop this craziness, yes. She was one of my father's many whores. It disgusts me. Honestly. The thought of being intimate with a woman who slept with my father? That's just too much. So for the last time, no. I don't have any feelings nor any desires for Brittany. That's God's honest truth. Ugh, Jacob, but she clearly has feelings for you. And she's very attractive. You were alone with her a lot. She could be your dirty little secret. Well... You would know a thing or two about dirty little secrets now, wouldn't you? I still have little reason to actually trust you at this point. You lied to me God knows how many times. And you didn't just hurt me. You hurt thousands. Millions. 
You destroyed history. Look, up until a few days ago, I wanted to kill you, okay? We're making small steps here. We have a common goal, to find our baby. And we'll only accomplish that if we trust each other. Okay, Father, you got me here alone, against my better judgment and that of my brother. You have to answer for trying to kill me, Isaac. I was trying to kill that hag you took for a wife. She's your queen. Respect her. I only recognize my mother as the true queen of America. And you murdered her. You can lie about that all that you want, but that will never change anything. I know it won't. I think it's only right that I tell you a few things. Things you should know right now. Your mother didn't want a divorce. And I needed to marry Lord Shelley to fulfill my destiny. If she had just complied, things wouldn't have ended up this way. Heaven forbid someone believe something other than what you believe. It's the truth. A rare moment of truth? What's the occasion? Your exit from this life. From this earth. Is that so? Yes. And Gabriel won't dash in to save you this time. How do you know? Because he doesn't think you're in any danger. A shapeshifter. Clever, Dad. Don't call me that. You are no longer my son. You traded that right when you pulled the trigger in my direction. Kind of like when you pray to the Creator and claim to be a servant? You can't call yourself that anymore. Not when you're moments away from warring with the Son of Man. What a hypocrite. I'm sorry, you couldn't be loyal to me. Nothing I say registers, does it? Too bad you couldn't stay loyal to humanity, or to your wife, or your own family. If I can't trust you, I can't love you. And if I can't love you, I can't change my mind about what's about to happen to you. I guess the stubbornness I inherited from you sealed my fate. I'm only sorry I could never be good enough. I've always been a disappointment to you. Not always. See, that's the strange thing about love. Loyalty and blood. They require impossible things to work in unison. Maybe. Maybe not. Gideon! Off with Isaac's head, put it on a spike, and place it in the, at the front gate of the base. I guess this is goodbye, Dad. Yeah. Goodbye, Isaac. Silas had done the unthinkable. 
he ordered the beheading of his eldest son Isaac. He did so with little remorse at the onset. He would later reflect on his decision with bitterness, but convinced himself it was Isaac's ultimate destiny. Many things troubled the king in his final days, but the spectacle of his son's death did little to shake his focus. He believed if Isaac had not been eliminated by his own father's order as a means of sacrifice, he would have met a far more gruesome end. He would have likely been butchered on the battlefield or ripped to pieces by demons for displaying cowardice. The prince had always been the child of excess. His craving for attention was insatiable. Isaac always needed to be at the center of the action. So, in his own twisted way, the king believed he was giving his son the kind of send-off only he could fancy. And in front of thousands of soldiers and demons, the king looked up at the sky, set ablaze by the desert sun, and ordered the blade to drop on his son. It's just another winter Winter before the storm It's another feeling Feeling behind the dawn It's just time You've been listening to The Rise of King Asylus, Episode 79, Baby. Starring J.V. Torres as King Asylus. Shane Maester as Queen Anna. Adam Higgins as Lord Hemingway. Austin Beach as Russell. Mike McDonald as Isaac. L.A. Bonet as Princess Monica. Dominic Nataro as Prince Jacob. Jacqueline Noel as Brittany. Sarah Belay as Sarah. Tony Hatziger Dallas as Spartan Suarez. Mini Baca as Esther. Don Rosinski as Tom Novak. And narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song Oh My Soul by Screaming Rebel Angels. Download the music of Screaming Rebel Angels on Bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, 
please visit us at www.theriseofkingasilas.com for a full list on our Season 6 episode page. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2022. And stay tuned for Episode 80.